following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Allspa. Brock and his team form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Brock provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans perfectly executed. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Allspa. Welcome into the Retirement Playbook with Brock Elspaugh, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday, bringing you information to help you in your life when you're planning your retirement. And I'm, as always, I'm joined by Mr. Tony Shore. Hello, Tony. How are you? I am doing great. Great to be here with you, Brock. Excited for the show today. I really am. We talked a little bit before the show and I never thought I'd say this, but I'm actually excited to talk about required minimum minimum distributions on a financial show. I tell you what, it doesn't get any better. What a hot topic everybody's wanting <laughs> that a lot of people are talking about. Well, but it listen, is important because there have been is. changes, right? Yeah, a lot of changes. We're going to talk about those here in a few minutes, Tony. But before we do that... I want everyone listening to do yourself a favor and go to our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, and uh, you can pull up past shows. You can download our retirement toolkit. You can also order my book from our website. It's called The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. That's what everybody wants to do when you retire, and we can help you do that. So again, it's theinnovativeteam.com. Check it out, folks, or just give us a call. If you need help in your life and you're coming at a crossroads to figure out what you need to do, give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions, 573-332-7855. All right, Tony, you ready to start today's show? Boom, I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) You've had your coffee, apparently. I am ready. (laughs) I am so ready. And uh, listeners, you are here with Mr. Brock Allspa. Oh, boy. He, t- Tony's got a new tour of it, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I'm ready. There are certain ages, no doubt, that many of us associate with retirement, right? 62, 65, for example. However, age 72 doesn't always get the publicity of other birthdays when it comes to retirement, but it should. Because that's when you must begin taking required minimum distributions, or what we call RMDs, from your tax-advantaged retirement accounts. So, Tony, what do you think? Well, I think uh, you just uh, hit me with something there. I thought RMD stood for really massive donut, but it turns <laughs> turns out it actually stands for required minimum distribution. <laughs> I just had to use that. I always say that, but the RMDs just make me think of really massive donuts. Really massive reason. donuts. Yeah, you know, that yeah. works. I mean, RMD yeah. can stand for a lot of different things, but today well, it's the required yeah. minimum distributions. And actually, right. Tony, 
I'm going to reference a little article here from Kiplinger. Ah, okay. It's the basics of required minimum distributions, 12 things you must know about RMDs. And guess what? It does a really good job of illuminating some of the basics when it comes to this very important topic. And you'll realize here in a few minutes why it is so important, folks. Uh, as the article notes, if you begin socking away money into those 401ks and IRAs decades before you retire, everything seems great. That's what you're supposed to do, right? That's what you've been told to do. Save, save, save for retirement. Uh, but when you turn 70 or 71, all of a sudden your 72nd birthday is barreling right towards you and you've got a big responsibility at this point. Well, yeah, but why 72? Why is it your 72nd birthday? Because that's the age, Tony, that Uncle Sam has determined it's time for you to begin taking withdrawals, whether you're ready or not. So you get the point here, right? You've put money in pre-tax all of these years. You've gotten the tax break, right, for the contribution going into those plans. And now the government or Uncle Sam says, hey, okay, look here. You've deferred this money long enough. You haven't taken any withdrawals because you really didn't need to in some cases. And now we're saying you have to take some money out of this so we can get our tax dollars. Right. And Uncle Sam gets what Uncle Sam wants, right? <laughs> so so it was the 2019 Secure Act that changed that. I know you've talked about that before, right? Yeah. So some people listening may be a little bit confused because um, in 2019 – that far off ago. Uh, and for many, many, many years, the required minimum date was actually 70 and a half, uh, which is a weird, weird, you know, half a year. Why the would you half year? Yeah, in there. exactly. Like whatever. 72 makes a lot more sense to me. Uh, sure. One of the reasons they made it 72 too, obviously, Tony, was because people are living longer. So they uh, want to say, okay, yep. let's push this back here a little bit. Um, but, uh, you should have taken your first, if you turned 70 and a half, for example, before this legislation, uh, passed, uh, you should have taken your first RMD on April 1st of 2020. Uh, but if you turned 70 and a half in 2020 or later, you should, uh, take your first required minimum distribution no later than April 1st of the following year after you turn 72 again in 2019, due to the secure act being passed. It's now 72, okay? Wow. Um, and so in the first year of your required minimum distribution, so now you're 72 years old in 2022, um, you have to take a required minimum, and uh, that required minimum distribution can be deferred till next year, okay? But here's the problem. If you do that, Tony, you have to take two next year. Ah. Right? So the only scenario where I really see that coming into play is it if you were going to retire, right, in 2022? So you had all of this income all year long, and now next year you won't have that employment income, so we're going to defer those two required minimum distributions to the following year. Does that make sense? Sure. But one thing so I want what, 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 to well, ask first, what sure. kind of, which, which accounts have RMDs? Re refresh me on that one. Yes, so your traditional IRAs, uh, your simple IRA, so if you had an employer plan, um, and it was a simple IRA or a SEP IRA uh, or the traditional retirement plans like 401ks and 403bs. Okay. So they all have RMDs, required they, minimum distributions, once you hit 72. Yes, correct. And the big question I get, Tony, is well, what rate are they taxed at? Okay. Um, and, and here's the deal 
it's just like every other year when you were working. It depends on where your income is, right? And sure. it then determines your tax bracket or tax rate that you have to pay on these distributions. It's not a separate tax table. It just goes to your ordinary income. Okay, this is not a capital gain. This is ordinary income right. uh, to you when you take these distributions out. Um, okay, where to cover that? So here's the deal too, Tony. You've got to take it out. Uh, except for that first year, like I said, you can defer that one. But after that, you have to take this money out by December 31st, okay? So if you're taking your first-year distribution and you're going to go ahead and take it this year, um, you, you, you technically have until April 1st if it's your first year. But every year after your first year, you've got to take it out by December 31st. And you don't want to know what the penalty is if you don't, Tony. Ah, uh. So there are penalties. Yeah, we're going to talk about that and get to that. Yeah. Uh, so, but first, how do you how do you calculate your RMDs? So it's 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 reasonably. That's a pretty <laughs> big, broad word here. Reasonably straightforward. It's basically um, you take your end of year balance. Okay. So for my 2022 distribution. I'm going to use the 1231 of 2021 balance. Okay. So the 1231 balance from the prior year, and you're going to divide by a certain number that the IRS gives you as far as the table is concerned. Okay. So you divide your year in balance uh, from the previous year by the life IRS life expectancy factor that's determined by your birthday in your current year. Okay. Um, so it used to be 24.7 in the first year. So whatever your balance is, divide by 24.7, and that's how much money you have to take out. Now you're looking more at like 25.9, and it goes down every year. That divisor goes down every year, Tony. And so um, two things that, that factor on how much you have to take out. Number one is your account balance, okay? So whatever your account balance was, 1231 prior year, and your divisor which again is going down every year, every year you get older. Uh, why is that? Is because <laughs> you're, you're getting closer to your life expectancy. And so uh, you have to take out a little bit more money. Okay? Yeah. So even if yeah. your balance stayed the same, you have to take a little bit more money out every year. Um, so, so again, those are the two factors that determine how much you have to take out. Okay. So where do 401ks fit into all of this? Okay. So when you turn 72, your 401ks are also subject to required minimum distributions. Uh, but basically, the similarity is in there, Tony, because if you own multiple 401ks, so you have previous 401ks from different jobs, you have to calculate and take each 401k RMD separately. Okay. Um, uh, you can take your annual required minimum distribution in either a lump sum or through monthly or quarterly payments. Okay. Uh, postponing your required minimum distribution until the end of the year provides your money to grow, you know, more over time because, you know, hopefully the market's going up or whatever you're invested in is going up. But whatever you do, just make sure to withdraw the entire amount by the deadline. Now, I'll go back to one quick point here, Tony, um, is that when you have multiple IRAs, okay, not 401ks, just IRAs, you do not have to take from each of those IRAs. You can combine, you know, you just have to use the calculation. So if you have six IRAs, you uh, add up all of the balances, 1231, 
and divide by your divisor, and that's how much you have to take out. And you don't have to take it out of all of those six accounts. You can take it out of one, two, three, four, or five, or six. Okay? But with 401ks, you've got to take out each one. And and so uh, another reason why you might want to think about consolidating, you know, some of those 401ks and and uh, investing them or rolling them over to to IRAs or even one IRA to really consolidate if you want to. Sure. And uh, and we can help you do that. Well, and and speaking of that, I, I think it also illustrates the point that you really need to be working with a trusted financial services professional like yourself. Uh, don't go this alone because this is really outstanding information. So let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, so give us a call here, folks, at Innovative Financial Solutions, 573-332-7855, or you can look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. Uh, you noted a couple of different times during that first segment that uh, missing those RMD deadlines can have nasty implications for your finances. So uh, let's take a closer look at that. What are yeah. the potential penalties? So, so if you have a required minimum distribution and you miss your deadline, okay, um, you could be looking at one of the uh, most penalizing IRS penalties out there because it's 50% of whatever you were supposed to take out. (laughs) So, you know, if your RMD is $15,000, for example, but you only took out 11,000, you'd owe the government a $2,000 penalty plus the income tax on the shortfall. Wow. Um, yeah, That's it crazy. is. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. And one way to avoid forgetting to take your RMDs is to request that all of your IRA custodians automatically withdraw them. That is an option sometimes. And so um, it is is a huge penalty, Tony. And that's why what you said earlier, it is so important to work with people that will understand this and that will do this for you. Okay. Um, and, and so there are lots of things that you can do to help yourself with this. But in my opinion, the biggest thing you can do is, is work with somebody that, that makes sure that this doesn't happen. I know people in their 70s who are still working full time. Uh, what implications does that have regarding RMDs? Well, it does. Uh, there are several ways uh, you may be able to reduce your requirement of distributions and possibly even avoid them altogether. Uh, if you're still working after you turn 72 uh, and you don't own more than 5% of the company okay, uh, that you work for, you can avoid taking required minimum distributions from your current employer's 401k until you retire. So that's pretty cool. There's a little nugget that you know I think many people may not know, but uh, don't forget that you'll still need to take required minimum distributions from any previous 401ks that you still own. Okay, uh, or IRAs. But if your current employer's 401k allows money to be rolled into it, you could use that as a workaround. In other words, roll that old 401k into this uh, 401k that you have now. Um, doing so means you wouldn't have to take the required minimum distributions from a 401k until you're officially retired. So another little strategy there, Tony, is that if you have multiple, you know, if you've got an old 401k or a couple old 401ks, you can roll those into the new existing 401k and not have to take any required minimum distributions. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing that Roth rollovers then uh, might be a, a decent option, right? Yeah. I mean, so now we're getting into a whole different world. And, and actually, this is where, Tony, the, the planning discussion really comes into to, uh, fruition here uh, is because you don't want to wait 
until you're 72 to start planning for this stuff, folks. Uh, yes, that's when you have to do something and have to have an action plan in place. But there's a lot of planning to do prior to your 72nd birthday, kind of like everything. The earlier you start planning for this stuff, the better. Okay. But if you have a Roth 401k, which I hope you do, I know a lot of companies are bringing that option on for a lot of their employees. Uh, and it can be a great, great option for a lot of people. But rolling that money into a Roth IRA may be a smart move because they don't have required minimum distributions for the original owner. So if you're at least 59 and a half and have owned at least one Roth IRA for a minimum of five years, the money you roll into a Roth IRA could potentially be used tax-free. Uh, so another possible way to avoid required minimum distributions uh, is converting your traditional IRA into a Roth IRA. Okay, You'll still owe taxes on that conversion sure. at your ordinary income rate, but slashing your traditional IRA balance may reduce your future required minimum distributions and the money in the Roth IRA can sit as long as you want because wow. they're not subject to the required minimum distribution rules. Well, that's that, handy that there are no RMDs required from Roth, so uh, you're free to do with them what you want. So that's that's good, and all the money comes out tax-free anyway. I tell you, Tony, it is a huge, huge um, advantage. And, yeah. and so, you know, when we're working with people to get to the retirement age, and let's say they, you know, 65, let's just use 65 as the normal retirement age, that gives us if, if, if we deem that, yes, we need to do some RMD planning here by converting some of their traditional IRA to Roth, if that is the case, that gives us that seven-year time frame where we can really do some planning. So if they've retired and they're at lower income rates because they've retired, um, that gives us some flexibility to do this Roth conversion planning so they don't have to take out those required minimum distributions and... Uh, so for the rest of their life, that account balance grows tax-free. Um, and also, it gets passed on to the next generation tax-free, potentially, right? Sure. So that is a huge, it's not just about your life. It's not just about your spouse's life jointly. It's even a great estate planning tool to use to pass on to the next generation. Doesn't make sense for everybody. There's no doubt about right. it. So I don't want everybody going out there doing Roth conversions. But uh, I do think that if you have excess required minimum distributions above what you really need to live off of, that's something that you should consider at least. Sure. Now, this is a weird one, and you're going to have to explain this to me. I I've, heard okay. some, I've heard something about a younger spouse rule. Uh, how does that fit into this? Yeah, so if you're married to someone who's more than 10 years younger than you are, you can divide your year-end account balance by the IRS life expectancy factor, just like before, where your age and your younger spouse's age meet. Okay, so in other words, because it would be a higher divisor means you would not have to take out as much. Uh, this is one where working with a tax professional or a financial services professional might be helpful. But pro rata payouts for required minimum distributions is something else today's listeners should definitely be aware of, Tony. Okay. Um, and if you aren't able to reduce your required minimum distributions, it's possible you can still shrink the amount of taxes you owe on it as long as you've kept good records of the non-deductible contributions in your traditional IRA. Mm. Now, this is starting to get a little bit 
detailed sure, here, Tony. Deep in the weeds. Deep in yeah, the weeds with deep, some numbers. <laughs> sure. Here, here, here's the point on that question, though. If you have a spouse that is 10 years or younger or more, mm-hmm. you need to you need to talk to your accountant about your required minimum distribution because it could be lower than the normal required distribution. And that's always a good thing, right? Sure. Again, all of this is irrelevant if you if you're already, you know, living off of your IRA assets where most people are doing, right? You've saved this yeah. money for a reason and you're living off of it and most of the time the required minimum distribution is already being met through the withdrawals that they're taking. We're just talking about situations and scenarios where you could do some tax planning to help yourself out if that's not the case and you have to take it out and, you know, you're not happy about paying those taxes. So, um, anyway, that is the point with, uh, the 10 years younger, uh, ruler or more. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, well, now, now one more thing about our RMDs. I have a question. What about charity? I think I've heard a lot of people take that required minimum distribution if they don't need it and to avoid the taxes on it and to help out, they donate it to charity or to their church, use it as a tithe. Great tool. I'm so glad you brought this up, Tony, because if you have charities or causes that you're passionate about, you may want to consider a qualified charitable distribution. Uh, We call it QCD in our world. But doing so allows IRA owners who are at least age 70 and a half, 72, to transfer as much as $100,000 directly to a charity every year. Uh, and what's great about that, Tony, is is that it is like uh, your required minimum never happened. So in other words, you could take your required minimum distribution and then just give it to charity and write that off and it's basically a wash. But doing the QCD is much, much easier and it won't trigger any um, of these stealth taxes was what we call them, you know, with your Medicare surtaxes and and those kinds of things. So it's if you're going to do that, if you're going to say, hey, I want to I'm already, you know, giving twenty thousand dollars a year to my church or whatever it is doing a QCD where it goes directly from your IRA custodian to the charity is always a better idea, in my opinion. OK, um, and, and so it just skips. It's not even reported on your, uh, you know, your tax documents, your, you know, 1099s and your, or excuse me, your uh, 1040s. So uh, it's a really good planning tool that you can use uh, if you're charitably inclined. Wow. That sounds like a great option. Now, we're almost out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we have to go? Tax planning should be a part of everyone's retirement income plan. And this is right in the wheelhouse of tax planning. And if you are 60, 65, help yourself, help your future self by maybe doing some planning now. Okay. Get with a financial services professional that can help you deal with all of these issues and consider taxes when you're talking about your retirement income plan. Give us a call here at Innovative Financial Solutions, 573-332-7855. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Allspot. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Allspot at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspot and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.